Gear up as Katz Miller and his team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the Agency Power Show. Hello, everyone. My name is Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Master, CEO of Titan Digital. Today, we're going to be talking digital marketing and where it's going. I mean, there's been a lot of changes, especially in the last like 12 months. You know, there's a lot of things that have been going on. Um, it's going to be, you know, something like digital marketing has changed so much over the years, but it's really like the field is always so interesting. I've got with me Trent Stonehouse, Remote CEOs Academy. Trent, it's great to have you. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Tell us a bit about, you know, yourself and what you do. Yeah, Cash. Hey, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to be here and uh, talking some marketing because there's a lot of wild stuff going on in the industry right now. So I'm very excited. What a time to be alive. But um, yeah, a little bit about myself. I operate the Remote CEOs Academy. The CEOs Academy is an academy where we help entrepreneurs completely for free to build marketing systems into their business and then teach them how to hire offshore talent to run and operate a lot of these things for them so that that way they can fire and free themselves and collectively, you know, become that CEO that they want and desperately need to become if they want to get to where they want to go. And so that's what the CEO Academy is. Um, I built that up through years of just operating my own agency, uh, my own agency's verse look. And um, I just took all my experience from all my mentors, from all the lessons and just jam packed it in, into this completely free Academy. As any entrepreneur will you know, be able to tell you, the ability to separate themselves from the business can be very difficult and having those systems in place, the people, the right people in place, you know, whether it's onshore, offshore, however you go about it is extremely valuable because, you know, even just taking a vacation can be difficult, you know, to get done. Oh my God. Yeah. Like cash. Like uh, we were talking a few moments before this, but I had a student just message me the other day. Like she was someone that actually broke down crying and like, that was like working with me and, um, she sent a message out to the Academy where she's, uh, in Mexico with her husband. She hadn't taken a vacation in two years, two <laughs> years. And it was that problem of her not wanting to let go. And that's often what I find with most business owners is that fear of letting go. And it's not being able to actually afford someone to to work for them. It's just that fear of letting go. And yeah. she broke through that. She built these systems up into her business. And she was like, wrote this huge message where she's like, I'm in Mexico with my husband. I'm making money. I'm like, my the company's not dying. And I'm just stoked to be alive. And she shared that with everyone. And it put a fire under my butt to keep going <laughs> and get this out there. So, yeah, well, that's, you know, I say that's the dream of every entrepreneur out there. You know, you get into it because you want freedom and then you realize you don't have any freedom. Yeah. yeah. So you want to get it back. You would, you know, that's supposed to be the reward. Right. A hundred percent. And uh, I think that is what most people get into business for is that freedom. A lot mm -hmm. of us are not in it for the money, but somewhere along that journey, we forget that. And then, then it becomes kind of like money. Yeah. And then when we forget that, you know, we get lost. 
Yeah, totally. Well, today we're talking about where digital marketing is going. You know, there are so many things happening. You know, it's it's always you want to say it's an exciting time in digital marketing, but it always seems to be that way. You know, they say there's always, you know, changes, challenges and stuff, um, you know, that are going on. But, you know, we've got some emerging technologies. We've got, you know, just bunch of different stuff so what are some of the things that you see i mean we know the obvious one that's you know that's come along yeah chat gpt yeah like for the you know and of course everything ai because now we've got a like a huge like uh influx of systems that it seemed like yesterday didn't exist that you know do now so let's talk emerging technologies you know what are you seeing you know that's coming out lately well cash i mean let's uh let's not try to hide the elephant in the room right it's uh ai is is where it's at right now it's where i've seen the most success uh for myself and if you're not implementing ai into your business and you're still paying thousands of dollars to facebook to try to get leads i mean you might be doing something a little wrong here my big juicy piece of candy that I've been <laughs> eating away at this yeah. whole time is called instantly.ai. Instantly.ai is this amazing software that allows you to just pull emails and phone numbers of your ideal target, your dream client, and mm. get hundreds of thousands of them every single month. And then you set up an email sequence and it just blast them. For example, I send out 37,000 emails every single month. And I just launched a new campaign yesterday. I got five leads I'm already talking to, and we're setting up appointments. And that's huh. what it's about at the end of the day. And why it's AI is that this software makes it so you never hit spam. You always hit someone's inbox. It's because the software is having a conversation with all the other emails in its database. And so to Google, mm. it looks legit. And so you just always hit inbox. You never hit spam. Yeah. And that's why you see these crazy results with this piece of software. And so I'm all in on it. <laughs> and uh, it's it's crazy. It's amazing. Wow. If you're not using it, you got to check it out. I think that's one of the big things that um, you know people don't realize. So we hear the AI part. Okay. It's the technology though, is that's like become the backbone of a lot of different things. You know, like I say you're talking email software. We know we've got stuff in graphic design. We've got stuff for content. We've got, you know, across the board, we've got any number of different, you know, you've, you've got AI, you know, that can take photos and turn it into video. Right. Yeah. Now, each piece of technology that's being created or platform, you know, that's being created, there's still development. You know, some of them are very early. They're going to take, you know, different iterations to get it right. Um, you know, buy in from people. And of course, they got to see if they actually hit a market. So that's one, uh, you know, instantly. OK, there's one. What else have you got? Well, you I know, just want to say this quickly, too, but like a uh, instantly. What's amazing about it too is that it actually um, has already reached uh, two million a year. So it's a it's a software that a lot of people are adopting. Uh, two million a month, and it's a software that people are adopting like really quickly. Um, yeah. And it came out of nowhere. So I, I'm I'm a big fan of it. I do recommend it to anyone. I, I know it'll make a big impact on a lot of businesses. Um, I actually show people how to set that up in my academy too. So yeah. highly recommend. Um, 
Well, another try and true piece of legion that I do is through Facebook as well, but I do it quite differently. My approach to Facebook ads is that we've heard that with people, we need to make multiple touch points before yeah. they, they buy. Well, that those emails that I'm getting from instantly, I plug them into my Facebook ads and I retarget them. And so okay. with that, they're also seeing my ad campaigns. And so that's those two kind of go together. That's all I really do. And then there's no other AI I would say I'm using that's lead generation. I use others. We can go into it, but yeah, let's like go in market. like say, cause you know, cause all of these things are digital marketing related. Yeah. You know, those things are great. So you're combining those two systems. Yeah. You know, I say you're, you're taking instantly and then, you know, cause like Facebook, yeah, you can target specific emails, but you generally, they want a larger list because they mm. need to be able to identify those people within their system to be able to show an ad. So the bigger the list, the more you're, you know, you're going to identify if the list is too small, it's, it's going to say, we just don't have enough to work with, yep. you know, to run ads effectively. And the thing is, is a system like that too can be applied, you know, in different areas. Um, for example, we run programmatic ads and you can load emails into those too, you yep. know, so the ability, so that is a disruptive thing because we've had the ability to find emails for people for a long time, but the problem is, is doing it at scale. Mm -hmm. You know, that wasn't involving like scraping websites or things like that to get enough of them and have accuracy behind them, you know, is huge. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like you can get it dialed in. For example, I was helping a client. They're looking for uh, hotels to sell their software to. Mm -hmm. uh, I pulled up within just a moment, 130,000 emails and phone numbers. <laughs> yeah. And it had all Came the content. Over. Yeah, it has all the people that you actually want to. How, uh, like sea level, so, yeah, sea level, yeah. And the one thing about that, so we'll talk a second about that because the the data, you know, you have a lot. Of, there's a lot of people that have done data, data aggregation over the mm -hmm. years, and the the issue is generally accuracy of the data. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it out of date essentially. It's not that those emails didn't exist at one time. So how good is the data from this kind of a system, you know, as far as being, you know, clean up to date? It's all verified and checked before they even give it to you. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you right now, huh. it's completely, it's completely game changing. Uh, my mentor actually showed me it. He was spending about $25,000 a month on Facebook ads, yeah. found this, swapped over to it. He's all in. He was like, Trent, take it. Don't tell anyone. And I'm like, Man, I run an academy. What are you telling me? Like, not to tell anyone. I have to tell people. And yeah. like, so I took it out. There it is. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that the uh, instantly is glad you're telling people. Yeah. Sure. For but, sure. But but that's the thing is is these kinds of tools that you know are making so many advancements because that's been a struggle of you know like cold emails become a huge thing over the last few years. It's saturated in many ways. Mm. Um, but a lot of it is like I could tell you just in the last two days. I've gotten cold emails and this is why accuracy counts in being able to find the right people and the right industries, because I've gotten emails from other marketing agencies saying how they can help my small business <laughs> generate leads. It's a, and I'm like, uh, okay, you realize you're, you know, targeting another marketing agency. And that's the issue is yep. like, is the ability to make sure that those lists are accurate, clean, the industry's correct, you know, stuff like that, because it, you know, that's what matters. Otherwise 
you end up hitting the wrong people. And at times you can get some, you know, negative responses to it too. Absolutely. You got to have a dialed in offer. When you do anything cold like that, you got to have an offer that's unique and that's going to like get someone's attention. It can't mm-hmm. just be something generic. And I think offers and building offers is like base level marketing that people skip. Okay. If you yes. don't have a dialed in offer and I like, I'll talk to someone they're like, Oh yeah, I'm a plumber. Okay. Well, like you have anything going on? No. Like, like what you sell is that's not an offer. Like if I asked you, you, you an SEO company. Yeah. I'm an SEO company. What do you do? I, I you know, I, I rank people higher on Google. What's your offer? Yeah. That's not your offer. That's your service. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, I rank people to the top five of Google in 90 days. Okay. Like, there's your offer, right? You're starting to get something there. Yeah. But you've got to have something dialed in when you do this. Alex Shimozi, too. Um, like when you do anything, I'm not sure if you know Alex Shimozi, maybe. Hmm. No, Alex Shimozi, check this guy out. Hundreds of millions of dollars. This guy's taking over the internet. Um, one of the best marketers in our lifetime, I feel like. I've seen this guy like just something else. And uh, Alex Shimozi tells this story where his mentor told him like, hey, you got to send out door, door hangers. That's what we do. That's what's clicking a lot. And he's came back. It didn't work. Went to his mentor. He's like, man, I sent out 300 this month. He laughed and he's like, man, we send out like 300 every like day. Yeah. (laughs) So you got to go big when you do cold outreach emails or anything, you got to go big. Like again, I sent out 37,000 emails a month, just started that campaign today. Right. So thousands, I got five. So, yeah. So how many emails did you send in the single day to get those five? Well, we gotta gotta do the math here really quick. Calculator. It's roughly roughly forty six times thirty. I'm sending out thirteen fourteen hundred emails a day. Yeah. So yeah, you have to anything that's cold outreach, you have to do it at scale. You got to yeah. do it at scale. If you're not, it's not gonna work. Yeah, and that's the issue is you know doing it. So you know what other so we've got other technologies and stuff you know that you know help us. Nowadays, like I say, digital marketing's got all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you know, are there other things that you see or are using currently that makes your job as a marketer easier? Not just the cold outreach stuff. Well, I, I think people also try to get too fancy with things. We're often always caught by all these little things, and I, I, I'm I'm one of them. I get caught by that shiny object, but mm-hmm. I think people could turn their eye back to like something like Google My Business. Yeah. Google my business, people are still sleeping on it. It's been years and people are still sleeping on it. They usually set up their Google my business and they wipe their hands with it. That's not enough. Like if you optimize your Google business profile properly, get reviews and then nurture it with content, you're going to take over. There's a few hacks you can take with it too. It's like if you have multiple addresses in the areas you serve, you can set up multiple Google business profiles. (laughs) all directing and funneling to your website. And I can get into how to rank like a Google business profile like this. Well, but you talk well here's, so, you know, you, because you bring that up, you know, like the business profiles, I think one of those things now, so we talk about trends and such. Um, Google has a trend and this is, you know, that's going on with those profiles right now. And it's not a good one. Okay. It's a negative trend. Um, because they've been kicking out a lot of profiles as being unverified. Yeah. Profiles that have been around for years. Okay. 
And a lot of people are not paying. You're right that they don't pay attention to these things. You know, there's so many things in marketing we have to keep an eye on. And those profiles are one of those things. If you look, a lot of the verification process now. So Google is asking a lot of businesses to re-verify the profiles. And to do so, like as an agency, we've stopped helping with that verification because Google's made it clear. It doesn't want to, it doesn't want agencies involved in the process. Mm. Yeah. Because it used to be just, you know, get a, get a postcard, get the confirmation, put it in. Now they're asking for people to go around their business with their cameras and stuff and upload video right. that they're real and stuff. And they're unverifying them for no particular reason that we've been able to really identify it's just happening because it's a computer you know it's the system in the back end doing it but the thing is is if you get unverified and you have not paid attention you can't edit the thing you know once you get unverified so you're going to have to go back through the process but it can also negatively impact you on the ranking side of things too because Mm -hmm. you have no ability to update it and yeah like i mean it's ridiculous so and here's the other thing. So if we talk AI, they're including BARD, you know, in the search results. Yeah. And I don't know if you've been seeing it in the results, but most of my searches now include um, an AI option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I can see the AI version of the search results. So this trend of, you know, because ChatGPT is being incorporated in a bang is it's, it has a potential for a positive impact, but it also has a negative because in the case of BARD, the AI results show up at the top, which pushes everything else down. So all the work that might've been done for organic and map listings is actually pushed further down, harder to find, harder to get to essentially. Yeah. And BARD uses all this you know, content online, but I've seen where, the map results that you would get um, as far as the order and kind of what's displayed is different. Like Bard will give you map results as well. If it, if it determines it's a local uh, search that has local intent, but it changes the order. Hmm. You know, it's because it pulls from other data sources that impact the actual ranking. Hmm. I think a lot of that though, too, like is something to be greatly aware of. Sure. But I just want people to know, don't be intimidated by it. Like, no, it's just, you've got to do it. Like, it's just such a good source. Yeah. It's not be intimidated, but you got to be proactive. You got to be proactive and you got to be aware of it. And the best thing I could tell anyone is just, just be on top of at least getting reviews. Try to ask people that write you reviews to add a few keywords in it. Like if you're Mm -hmm. like, I don't know a mortgage broker, make sure they write mortgage broker in there or whatever in their review and then upload content to it. If you can do that and just keep on your eye on top of it, you're going to do good. Like Google my business has always been a, a cornerstone. Like for my agency, like we get calls from it all the time. Like it's, it's good. It yeah. Um, let's talk marketing automation for a minute. Yeah. Because marketing automation, which I mean, it's been a buzzword for years. You know, how do you see that particular area of the field changing if it is at all? I mean, automation has always been something I try to adopt as much as possible. Um, I know a lot of people are scared of automation, things like that. But where I implement, I guess, automation the most is more in my my workflow. If I'm honest with you, like 
I like putting Airtable, Asana, and Slack together. Those are my holy trinity. Mm-hmm. And together, those things really streamline a lot of my workflow and automate a lot of those things. But in regards to, to marketing, like to be totally honest with you, it's Facebook, it's Google, and it's instantly. Those are my three. Like I don't, I don't overcomplicate. Of course, I like, grow my personal brand too, social, but yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. What about, um, well, one thing to ask too, TikTok is, of course, become, you know, kind of a go-to platform and the age group seems to be expanding some because it was a lot of younger demographic. Now, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of people really like it. So from a social media standpoint, there's a bunch of advantages, but it's also got a lot of detractors because of the nature of its ownership. Mm-hmm. It does. Do we, think, do we think it lasts because of that? Because now it's being challenged definitely within the States. I mean, it, you know, other countries, different story, but in the United States, no matter how much the people love it, the government does not. Yeah. I mean, it's totally, it, it's hard to say what will happen down the States. I'm in Canada myself. There's nothing that's going to really happen over here with it. We do kind of follow what, the States does. So we'll see, but it's hard to say. I, I think if it's there, still invest in it. If that's where you, if your audience is, I heard some statistic where it's like 73% of people of the younger generation, Gen Z or whatever is now looking on there yeah. for like resources rather than yeah. Google. And so yeah. it's something to definitely keep your eyes on, especially if, growing a brand is important to you. Uh, and I think TikTok is probably going to be one of the best spots for sure to do that in the time being. But my favorite social platforms is still Instagram and YouTube. And if you consider it Google business, I call it a social platform, but Instagram and YouTube, those are my favorite. And that's where, yeah. you know, I do get a lot of uh, results for myself because with Instagram, you can just shoot someone a DM, send them a video when someone follows you or whatever, that's what I'll typically do. Inviting them to check out whatever it is. Maybe I'll send them mm-hmm. a testimonial video on TikTok. It really doesn't have that. So it really depends on what you enjoy, I would say. But I'm more invested in Instagram and more invested in YouTube. So yeah, I mean YouTube's adopted, you know, TikTok's short form, you know, video, mm-hmm. the reels. And I know those are doing really well. You oh, know. Yeah within YouTube's platform because there's a lot of interest in the, in, you know, people want to watch those things, you know, which is an opportunity for people looking to advertise, of course. Um, you know, but we've got all these different things, you know, from an advertising standpoint, what about ad blockers? Yeah. Because a lot of people have taken to using them. And of course with the privacy changes, we've got a lot of, you know, like third party cookies are going to go away. You know, so we know that that's going to be huge, even though Google is so far delayed it, but they're not stopping it. So mm-hmm. first party data is going to be a lot more important, which is a where a place like instantly can come in very valuable, you know, be very mm-hmm. valuable. Um, but what do you see there? Because like, are, you know, is it going to get harder for advertisers? I mean, generally, if it does get more intense and more like that, I'm sure it's going to get harder. Like if we look at Facebook anyways, right now, it's harder than ever. Right now, like with getting leads in general, people are finding some of the best marketers are finding themselves struggling on Facebook now. I know mm-hmm. big people in that in that industry that aren't being able to get that cost per acquisition like they used to. Right? It, 
It's just going to yep. get harder and harder over time. This is where we need to maybe think a little outside the box, right? Something unique and different. And sometimes too, though, it's just going back to the roots and some basic marketing. Like people are obsessed with brand building right now more than, than I've ever seen uh, making those personal brands. But people forget their reputation is their personal brand too. So you don't have to jump on and make a bunch of video content and all that stuff. You can just invest right into your own, your own reputation, right? And just market um, and to your own database and just really try to f- make a great name for yourself. Right. That'll take you pretty far too. Well, you mentioned like individual brand building and I've talked to some people that they focus on being the go between with individual brands like that, you know, which could be anywhere from sports stars to micro influencers that have just, they've managed to build up an audience around whatever they're doing. Do we see more of that going on with um, companies partnering, you know, with other influencers on different platforms to be able to get their, you know, uh, the, brand awareness out there yeah well especially with some of our e-commerce clients i've worked with like influencer marketing has always been really strong for us for those clients but you got to have the money to play with when you're going to start going with influencer marketing it can get quite expensive there are sources like lionize.io i believe it is lionize is like a great platform where you can get like micro influencers push your product and then you get the content from them that you can also leverage, but it's not like someone like Mr. Beast or something like push. Right. That's why I'm like, if you're going to do influencer marketing, sometimes you need to spend quite a bit of money. I'm not saying you're not going to get a return, but you got to have the money to play with for like that influencer stuff. Yeah. Mr. Beast is actually interesting because normally brands are paying to partner with him Mm-hmm. Um, he just went and did the reverse and he's partnered with the, uh, Charlotte Hornets, uh, NBA team. Oh, no way. The, yeah. Cause the horn, the basketball allows for a Jersey logo, you know, like a brand logo to be on the Jersey now. And he bought the, uh, the space on the Jersey, uh, Charlotte just got new ownership and they were willing to do it. And they partnered with the Mr. Beast brand to do it. Let's go. Wow. That's kind of like Logan Paul's prime. He's got the UFC now and all mm-hmm. that, the soccer leagues he's getting out in Europe. I yeah. Mean, I mean, yeah, you, you see a lot more of that kind of stuff going on, you know, with different sponsorships. And I always, you know, when it comes to, and I think we'll see more of that from an advertising standpoint of um, like big name celebrities, but also I think you'll get a lot of those influencers that, you know, they're celebrities because of their followings, you know, that they've built yeah. up. Uh, you'll see a lot more of them, you know, potentially partnering with others, you know, cause it's been a thing for a while for, uh, you know, like Hollywood stars to buy into, I think Ryan Reynolds and mint, you know, like, yeah, you know, stuff like that, that goes on. And certainly like they all seem to own an alcohol brand. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the rock, all of them. I mean, like from what I'm seeing there, it, it kind of comes back to what, I'm, if you can't tell, I'm a big Alex Ramosi fan. Like Alex Ramosi mm-hmm. talks about this. He's like one of the best Facebook marketers there ever was. For every dollar he put in, Alex would get $36 back out. Like wow. unheard of. He was the best of the best. And he was just sitting there one night. He talks about this all the time where he's like frustrated looking at these Kylie Jenner's, Conor McGregor's starting businesses overnight. Yeah. Hundreds of millions of dollars. And he's like, why are they doing better than me when I'm the best marketer out there? Yeah. Well, he sat down, thought about it. They got a personal brand. So the guy's spending $72,000 a month on social media 
pushing mm. his personal brand. And it makes sense, man. Like when you got a name, you got a brand, yeah. you so, got all the power. Yeah. So I think, you know, we'll see more influencers and that form of marketing become more prevalent. Yeah. For sure. Like definitely more people. Cause I mean, there's people, there's, you know, wannabes essentially entering all the time, but uh -huh. some of them, be, they do make it if they put in the time and the effort and know that it's, you know, it's a long game. You know, Mr. Beast did not grow overnight and neither did any nope. of the others. Yeah. Um, and he, I know kind of seeing, you know, their business model a bit, they put in a significant, uh, significant amount of money to, you know, to promote themselves, you know, in what they give away and the, and the stunts they pull. And of course, you know, like a lot of the YouTubers they're going into now, like any kind of contract content creators, even on Twitch TV, these people are going there and now starting the businesses alongside of it. Right. And they're mm -hmm. going about that way. I mean, that seems like the natural progression. And then business owners, they should be adopting into going into YouTube and content creating too. But people give up quick, man. I see it all the time. Even in marketing, you have someone, well, I'm going to give Facebook ads a go. Give up yeah. 30 days in. Like it's not even warmed up, man. And so yeah. um, I think people are just too quick to give up. And that's often the problem because sometimes marketing takes a little bit to get the wheel spinning, like instantly too. It's like, you got to wait a month for it to warm up. Yeah. Some people are like, I'm not chilling for a month. There's no way. Yeah. That's, we do, we do definitely live in an impatient society. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I say, cause we have, you know, the internet's um, definitely promoted uh, short attention spans and you know, everybody, you know, you have to be patient with any of this stuff. You know, if you're going to find the right, you know, if you're going to find an influencer to partner with, you've got to be patient to find the right one. Cause we've seen what happens when you don't, you know, and brands get clobbered. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of influencer marketing, I got to tell you this. Um, so I used to be on Twitch TV and uh, it gave me this awesome idea to help influencers on Twitch that live stream earn additional revenue and um, for those that don't know, partnering with influencers on Twitch could be a good thing for you because 80% of the revenue comes through donations. Hmm. And so I saw that opportunity of they're not making a whole lot of money there. Still, many of them aren't. And I wanted to help them get ad revenue. So I built this whole software where it allowed them to get ad revenue and it blew up overnight. I had 100,000 daily users in like 12 months. I didn't spend a penny. It was just all word of mouth. People are like, yeah whatever, but I crashed and burned that thing. It just destroyed. Unfortunately, I got shut down. Um, it was a great experience and I learned a lot of like how to work with influencers. So, and I wanted to bring that up because if we're talking about doing influencer marketing, you might want to look at Twitch TV. It could be like a cheaper way to tap into an audience as long as you know, you align with what they're doing. Yeah. You have to make sure that your brand aligns with, you know, what they're doing, you know, regardless of the platform, but yeah, Twitch can be a very, um, specific type of platform. And like I say, cause there's a lot of gaming and stuff that goes on sure. there and a lot of live streaming of that, you know, but if your brand aligns, it, it definitely is a good spot, you know, to go looking, um, especially as you get, you know, things like, cause we've had the rise of esports and, you know, mm -hmm. things along those lines. Well, a lot of them started with Twitch and, yeah, and then they build out teams and you know, in which case there's like I said, the the things that you can sponsor nowadays are so much more like there's a lot more variety to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm, and but the same rules apply as if you were, you know, putting your name on anything, you need to make sure it's in alignment with what you want to do. 
hundred percent, but I think that would be a good route for anyone to look down to, especially if they have uh, some, some money they can spend, but just, uh, I just want to say to anyone, it's like, don't overcomplicate it. Just get going, just get started. That's the best thing you can do. So many people are just, they, then just too much going at them. They just don't start. Yeah. Just start, just start yeah. somewhere. Yeah. That's, that's a good point to end on. Start somewhere because you know, it's marketing. You know, some things will work, some won't. Um, you know, if you haven't, you know, checked out instantly, you should. Yeah, you know, like I say, especially if you're going to do anything that's cold email related, because the better the software, you know, because that can be a, a challenging thing. So you want to have really good uh, platforms to work with. You know, to make sure that you can get in the inbox. Um, influencer marketing i say that's going to continue to rise yeah over the next you know it's got a really high bar i mean there's a lot it can do and a lot of places it can go and the thing is is there's a lot of affordability if you're partnering with the right people you have to consider who it is you know um and how big of their following you know uh, that they built up you know stuff like that yeah absolutely and lionize.io that's a good one for anyone check it out I, I hope I'm saying it .io. Just look up Lionize if it's not coming up. It's a great influencer platform to get you started without breaking the bank. So. Yeah. And uh, Trent, you've got your CEO Academy. How would people find it, get a hold of you, you know, if they want to be able to go through, you know, because I know you've got some courses on there, right? Yeah, courses from building your offer to building instantly to hiring a cold caller and marketers and, and just how to build up, you know, a business in general. It's all for free on there. Um, you can find that by either going to remoteceos.academy or school, S-K-O-O-L.com slash CEOs. I'm, I'm both there. You can also uh, follow me over on Instagram at Trent Stonehouse or YouTube.com slash Trent Stonehouse. I'm there and I put everything there, everything I have to offer. I'm not hiding or holding back anything. So, Yeah. Okay, this has been another episode of Marketing Masters. I'm your host, uh, Cash Miller, CEO of Titan Digital. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Marketing Masters, the agency power show. This show is produced by Titan Media Works and is a part of the Small Business Delivered Podcast Network. Check out smallbusinessdelivered.com for more info about upcoming shows, hosts, programs, and how you can start your very own podcast.